Ox and Hare presents, in association with True Story FM, the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. Today's episode, Bleeding Blue. I'm sure the ladies will be along in a moment. Can I get you a cup of tea? I haven't finished the last one you gave me. Oh, right. I'm sure I can find you a book if you'd like. I'm fine just as I am, miss. It improves your hand-eye coordination, tracking uh, projectiles, even your turning radius. Yes, but it's still sport, which I despise. If I wanted to get dressed up and perspire, I prefer a tangible goal, not just accumulating meaningless points. The aim is not to gain the points. Madam, please, we have a visitor. This is Walter Parcell. So we do. You, sir, are not welcome here. What? This is the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society. And while you might have a way with words or with swords, the important piece is... Ladies. The rest of the world would be happy to accommodate you, unfortunately. You may use the door by which you entered. I was told you could help. I am. There is another way to exit and you would not enjoy it. Miss, please, tell them. Uh, Madams, this is my fault. This gentleman has a story to tell, one which involves a lady in jeopardy. Even though I took all the precautions, I shouldn't have brought him in here. But the peril to this woman is real. Please, let me tell my tale. Then you can send me packing. Who is she? My sister. We've been estranged. Ah, all my doing, I assure you. I fell on hard times, but she was there when I needed her. That's what big sisters do, even for ungrateful little brothers. I'd finally managed to get back in her good graces. And then this. Then what? She's been kidnapped, held for ransom by a group called Deuteronomy. Them again? They have said if I don't deliver the money tonight, then they will kill her. They've already sent me a lock of her hair as proof. And you know it to be true. I do. We both inherited our thick locks from our mother. I know it as I do my own. And where is this exchange to take place? Midnight. At a place called Sanctuary Shores. Do you know it? Oh, I do. There is a tavern, the Red Buoy, just up the road from it. You will meet us there at 11 o'clock tonight. Then we will travel together to find what is what. Do you understand? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And never darken our doorstep again. Of course. Tonight, then. So, that's a trap. What? (laughs) Oh, definitely. Are you sure? Without a doubt. He is to lure us to a secluded location, and then the attack will come. And on a pier. Very clever. Limited means of escape. Uh, But how can you be sure? What is his sister's name? Surely he mentioned it to you in his uh, sub-story, or when we agreed to take the case? Uh, huh. 
Exactly. Plus, for someone who was begging for our help, he certainly didn't appear that desperate. He had the demeanor of someone haggling over the price of a hat. But that's all observational guesswork. She's right, you know. Plus, there's one more thing. What's that? He is an actor. And not a particularly good one. I saw him two summers ago in a dreadful production of Love's Labor's Lost. Actor sisters can still be kidnapped. Here are two scenarios. One, a secretive paramilitary religious cabal decides to take the sister of a rundown actor, spending all that time and effort just hoping the man can scrounge up enough money to pay the ransom. Or... Or someone hired an obscure actor to draw us out into the open and take us out. Which seems more likely? When you put it that way, geez, my first real client and they end up being a phony. Don't let it worry you. It's not the first time it's happened. But such a clumsy attempt. I fear someone new is trying his luck against us. I suppose we'll have to show him that our reputations are well earned. I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do to make up for my blunder? Well, we do need a ride. Are you sure you know the way? In the happy days of my youth, I visited sanctuary shores countless times. My eyes may be dimmer, but my feet still know the way. What was it? A place of amusement, similar to your uh, rabbit island. Rabbit island? Oui, in uh, New York City. Ah, you mean Coney Island. You say potato, I say pomme de terre. There were games and animals and rides, uh, even fishing from uh, off the end of the pier. Sounds lovely. What happened? It did the unforgivable scene in this dark age. What's that? It did not turn a profit. So the government shut it down. A plague on both houses. Mr. Parcel, you have the money with you. Hmm? Oh, yes, the money. <laughs> right here in this satchel. If I may ask, how did you come up with their ransom price? Oh, I had a good run in the market. Of course, this cleans me out. And what is your business? It's, uh, uh, uh buying and selling. Buying and selling what? Uh, this and that. Uh, are we almost there? No need to approach by stealth, as uh, we are expected. And it appears we are expected. Look. They've left a light on for us inside the dance hall. How cordial. Perhaps after our business is concluded, I shall give you a turn around the dance floor. But we'd have no music. I'm sure we could come up with something. Are you worried, Mr. Parcel? With you two accompanying me, what have I to fear? I meant for your sister. Yes, of course. My sister is courageous. They will not have broken her spirit. Of that I am sure. Of course. This way, if you please, Mr. Parcel. I shall take the lead. How brave. Almost as though he had nothing to fear. What was that? Oh, nothing, sir. Please lead the way. Hmm. How long do you think we'll need to wait? 
Shouldn't be long now. Of that, you are most correct. <gasps> oh no! What is this? <gasps> A trap! How terrible! Whatever shall we do? All is lost! Oh, woe is me! Woe is me! Adieu, cruel world! Ah, sir, you knew. Yes. I didn't tell them, I swear. Not on purpose, no. But next time, employ a higher caliber of actor... At least one who can improvise more than a sentence or two. Buying and selling? Honestly. You knew? The whole time? Yes. And your iambic pentameter is terrible as well. Alas, I am new in town and used what I found. <laughs> now, shall we continue? Men, at the ready! Dear Egalité... It appears we are surrounded. It does seem so, and not by ordinary soldiers either. You are correct. You'll find yourselves at the mercy of my what warriors, a steam-powered coterie of soldiers who will obey my orders without question. You won't be talking these soldiers out of killing you. <laughs> ah, so you heard about Versailles. I did, and if I may ask, what happened to His Majesty's 5th Division? They were enjoying their leisure in the South Pacific, last I heard. Are they still writing to you? They are. Oh, that's lovely. Please give them my regards. I will do that. Ladies, please. Excuse me, sir. Perhaps where you are from, they interrupt polite conversation without introducing themselves? But that is not how we conduct ourselves in Massalia. <laughs> Evans, you're right. <laughs> Allow me to remedy that. I am Lord Buxton Blue, charged by the Emperor to subdue the criminals known as Madame Liberté and Madame Egalité. <laughs> yes. And so you have found them. A pleasure, Lord Buxton. Welcome to Massalia. I don't understand what's happening. You Should you be arresting them? In due time. <laughs> the rules of society must be maintained, or else we're little more than animals. You, Mr. Parcell, are a scoundrel and a liar, and I shall not listen to one more word issued from your mouth. You may go. But, but, but... Go. Exit. Pursued by a bear. What? Ah, just leave. Fine. Now, you were saying something about arresting us. Ah, yes, yes, I was indeed, yes. Uh, you've been causing quite a bit of a ruckus for the Emperor and other concerned parties. You mean the six? Oh, I, I don't know to whom you're referring. Come now, Lord Buxton, let's not play silly buggers. We're of the world. Deception does us no favors. Yes, 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 I suppose so. Uh, irregardless, I am here to bring you in. You'll come along as my guests or my prisoners. But my soldiers are ruthlessly efficient. They serve the Empire and me as its representative. Steam power, don't you know? So you said. Now the Empire sends a teen army led by a foreign fascist to smite us. I say, I'm no fascist. I'm a plutocrat. 
Of course you are. And you invented these automatons? Me? Invent? <laughs> Heaven forfend! Do I look like the academic type to you? Wasting my time playing with toys and squinting over math problems? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> so you were given your command? Oh, I wasn't given anything. I had to pay my fair share. Knew they needed someone with a strong hand to take care of two wild women. I have a mind to take you over my knee. You'd find yourself lacking at least one hand should you attempt such. What was that? <laughs> nothing, sir, nothing. Unless I miss my guess, these loyal robots are the work of Danielle Depanure, sometimes known as Lady Linear. Didn't catch the chippy's name, but uh, yes, that sounds right. I should have recognized her handiwork. But last time it was clockwork hyenas. This is quite a step up. Amazing what one can do with proper resources and the judicious application of money. I'm growing bored with this female chit-chat. I'm coming around to something, Lord Blue, I assure you. You see, Danielle is patriotic, to a fault, one might say. These days she's lost her way and come to believe that the Emperor is the best choice for France which she loves above all else. Yeah, she seems a smart one. We, we agree on that. I expect you do. Yes, well, in the face of overwhelming force and being so tactically outmaneuvered, I'm afraid we have only one course of action. Yes, we do. We hereby surrender to your custody. We what? But only on one condition. Yeah, name it. We do not wish for a lengthy prison stay or worse, a stint in one of the re-education compounds. We are warriors and wish to die in battle. We demand to be executed here on the spot. We do? We do. It seems we do. This is most irregular. You, sir, are a man of honor. Surely you can see that we would rather give up our lives here, shoulder to shoulder, than waste away in obscurity. Your decisions do you credit. If you were a man, I would embrace you. One final request. Name it, sir. Uh, Ma'am. I have prepared final words. Uh, may I recite them? I will listen and pass them along. <clears throat> what foreign cohorts would make the law in our homes? What these mercenary phalanxes would strike down our proud warriors? What's that now? Great God, by chained hands our brows would yield under the yoke. Vile despots would have themselves the masters of our destinies. I say, what's this then? Soldiers, face the condemned, not your commander. That's an order. Liberté, would you like to do the honors? With pleasure. Aux armes citoyens, formez vos bataillons, marchons, marchons. Battalion, lower your weapons. Your enemies are them, not me. Lord Buxton, you were new to Massalia, as I once was. Let me tell you what I was told. Being French is about more than your birthplace. It is about the love of the land. Even working for your cruel master could not drive the soul of France from Lady Linear. She programs these soldiers down deep to always serve France as she has her previous work. It's the anthem, Lord Buxton. It's written on the hearts of all her machines, as it is inside of Danielle. 
Down deep in her heart, she will always yearn to throw off the chains of her oppressor. Tremblez, vos projets parricides votre enfin recevoir leur prix. What's all this foreign gobbledygook? Men, stand down, I say. Soldiers, fire. No! <laughs> What happened? Nothing as expected. They are conflicted, torn between orders and country. Then I'm saved, ha ha ha! Not exactly. Wait, what's that then? The conflict is tearing them up from the inside, causing all sorts of inner turmoil. What do I care about the inner struggle of a robot? They're also highly pressurized steam tanks, now under considerable stress. Oh, dear. I'm afraid I've turned your army into a set of walking bombs. Goodbye, Lord Buxton Blue. Perhaps next time you should stick to paper tigers? Because these have claws. Quick, égalité to the end of the pier. Race ya. Oh dear. I'm sorry, Zinnia. For what? I'm afraid I blew up one of your favorite childhood landmarks. It's bittersweet. I have many happy memories, but it's also the first place my heart was broken. Then I take back my apology. You ladies need a lift? Right on time. When you asked me for a ride, I assumed you meant in a car. Oh, Goldie, you soon learn. We never do things the expected way. I'm starting to see that. Episode 4, Bleeding Blue, was written, directed, and edited by Kyle Olson. Our producer and sound designer is your new best friend, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Starring Amy Shaw as Zinnia, Anastasia Plum as Saffron, Kara Gallo as Goldie, Jacob Stavall as Walter, and Justin Kent as Lord Buxton Blue. Our theme song is written and performed by Headley Knights, and our interstitial music is Intended Force by Kevin McLeod. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at OxandHair so you won't miss the next thrilling adventure. The Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society is an Ox and Hair media production. Old format, new ideas. Thank you.